Amen. Amen. <clears throat> God bless you guys, everyone that is hopping on. Uh, God bless you. Yes, we know it's late. Uh, like I said, when you are a, a family and, you know, you got kids, your time don't start until they hit them sheets and they go to sleep. <laughs> yes, for real. <laughs> um, so today we are uh, we're doing another study. Um, we're reading out of the book of Thessalonians, first Thessalonians. And uh, it's it's. It's awesome to be able to study together. And as we study, as we learn, we want to just continue just to keep giving what, what God gives to us. And yes. we, we went over some awesome stuff today or well, tonight. And we just want to share with you guys yes. uh, just a little bit of the stuff that we, we went over and the things that the revelations that we got. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Amen. And so let's just start off with prayer. Yes. Uh, real quickly. Uh, Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for just the, this time, these moments that we are able to just dive in your word, Lord. And thank you for just being available to us 24-7, Father, that we could call upon your name and there you are to answer us, Father. And Lord, I just pray right now, Father, that as we continue to just dive in your word, Father, because we desire growth, we desire to grow, yes. Lord, and to be rooted and established in you, Father, I pray that you just would give us wisdom, give us understanding, Father, show us, Father, teach us, continue to teach us and mold us and shape us and guide us and correct us, Father. And we just thank you for the word that equips us, Lord, for that prepares us, Father. And, and I just thank you once again, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. So again, yes, we just wanted just to jump on here real quickly um, because we were studying something. And, you know, I know that we are not the only ones. I believe that it is truly the body of Christ can sense just this urgency. And, um, you know, it's something that we have to... The book of Colossians talks about how now in chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, it says, Now that you have um, uh, accepted the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, continue to follow after me. Root yourselves, right? we got to root ourselves in the word. God wants us to be established in the word, that we know who he truly is. And, and through that, all that comes from is your meditation on the word day and night. That as you begin to study the word, man, that God will, I, even me and my husband, as we were reading together, we got two different revelations, but we were able to pour into each other. I got to see what God was speaking to him and he got to share with me. And, and so, and, and we just wanted just to relate the message that God uh, shared with both of us um, as a encouragement to the body, right? The word says, encourage one another as the day draws near. And we know that the approach that his day, the return of Christ is truly drawing near. And so I know it's midnight about to be one o'clock in the morning, but right where you are at, if maybe you feel discouraged, if maybe you feel um, hopeless or, or feel uh, worried or, or maybe fear, I just want to encourage you. We want to encourage you today with the word of God, right? That is alive and active. Amen. And so we're going to be reading, uh, like uh, my husband said, first, Thess first Thessalonians. Um, and we're just going to, I'm going to let my husband get some background of it. And so if you're able to 
grab you a, a piece of paper, grab your Bible, some pens, your highlighter, because I truly believe the importance of knowing the background of each letter of each book, because it truly just gives you a, a deeper understanding of the word. Um, it, it, it gives you, what would you say? Um, just a, a different point of view when you know the history. Who wrote this book? Why was it written? When was it written? What was the purpose? And, and, and who was it written for, right? When, when you ask yourselves those questions and, and you begin to write it down as you read that book, man, it, it just gives you a whole different point of view. And so that's what we did today. And of course, um, we my husband had got some awesome gel pins and so i was excited to use the gel pins and so let's just dive in and so uh first thessalonians the book um so who who wrote this book who was the author so who wrote it was a uh, was paul and uh the co-senders of it were silas and timothy yes yes so the the, the author of thessalonians was the apostle paul um, what else did we have on here? This is just to share some little fun facts yeah, uh, before it. we dive, dive it, in. It actually ties in with Acts. Um, and my thing says within the uh, chapter 18, verses 1 through 18, my wife says, and it's in Acts chapter 17, uh I'm not sure exactly where, but it ties into Acts somewhere. They were around in the Corinthian. Uh, in Paul's 18th month, uh, 18th month stay in Corinth, in the Corinthian uh, place, whatever. Uh, it was his second missionary journey um, in Acts, and so uh, the theme of it all was to promote the 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 main promoted theme in first thessalonians in every single chapter so basically what is this book about in other words yeah what is you know like i said we who wrote it was the apostle paul timothy and silas were messengers they were the co-senders they contri contributed in this book and like my husband is saying so what is this book about and that's what um my bad i'm gonna try to break it down take it no. <laughs> Make it simpler. Uh, basically, what the book is about, man, is just about the second coming of Jesus Christ. But um, the importance of us really, um, really living this out, right? Really not just reading the word and, and just being like, okay, that's the word. And being able to quote a scripture. Right. But it's okay. reading the word. And applying it. Oh, what? Yes. Reading the word, accepting the word for what it is, and uh, and applying it. Right, right. Yes, and, that's right. And being genuine. Yes, yes. In it, you know what I'm saying yes. about it. Yes, the word says in Philippians. Being real. Four nine. It says, "Keep putting it to practice." Amen. James says, "Don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word." Right. And so, um, I really believe that. Knowing this, and, and we're about to just jump in, but we just wanted to give these little highlights because as we read, knowing these things, it just, man, it really just changed the viewing. 
And so um, in this book, the, one of the purposes of this book was it talks about the, the return of Christ. It talks about it in every chapter, right? That's what you had said. Almost in every chapter, there's only five chapters. And in each chapter, it talks about the return of Christ. Um, another point that the book of First Thessalonians talks about is persecution. Paul, and, and we will read on it, is how he encourages the church to press on even in the midst of persecution. And um, did you have any other fun facts for that? Mm. Oh, so one more thing I want to ask you is who was this letter written to? The Thessalonian. The church? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who uh, the purpose was to talk about the return of Christ was talk about uh, when Paul was encouraging the church but who was it written to was written to the church in Thessalonians and I love how it said how this letter was written to the church to the brothers and sisters who had came to the faith of Jesus Christ because as a result of Paul's ministry so here Paul is writing to the brothers and sisters at the church in Thessalonians Thessalonica he's writing to them but they are now believers because of Paul's result of his ministry like I just thought that I was so blown away because I'm like wow he's writing to the brothers and sisters at the church but they're the brothers and sisters of the church because of Paul answering yes to God, you know, his obedience, his, the ministry, God used him and they came to the faith of Jesus Christ. And so this is who he's writing to now, the church there in, in, in uh, Thessalonica. So I really thought that was really neat. So this book now knowing, okay, this is written to the church who are the brothers and sisters, right? Who came to the faith because of Paul and his ministry. So Paul is now writing to them. Okay. So that's where um, the kind of like the foundation of now as we read, it's going to just like, wow, okay, I get it now. So it's like it, this right here just talks a little bit more about it. Um, just how Paul was there. Paul preached for, for three Sabbaths there uh, to, to Jews and God-fearing Gentiles who believed um, in the synagogues, uh, spent weeks ministering full time, uh, uh, fruitfully to pagan Gentiles. However, rioters instigated by Jewish uh, opponents dragged hmm. all these Christians before uh, the people charged them with uh, what is that? Sedition against mm -hmm. Caesar. Anyways. He leaves, since Timothy go over there, he checks up on them with Paul and the Corinth. Uh, Timothy update, updates him on the Thessalonian church. So it's a back and forth kind of thing. And uh, anyways, so we get to this first letter, this first uh, thing that Paul wrote. And we're about to jump into this, babe. I want you to read it just because. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we're going to start chapter 1, uh, 1 Thess Thessalonians chapter 1, okay? So Paul, Silas, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians, in God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. And this is his introduction. We always thank God for all of you, making mention of you constantly in our prayers. 
we recall in the presence of our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor motivated by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, right? Brothers and sisters, this is talking about the church, right? The church in Thessalonians, Thessalonica. Um, for we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel did not come to you in word alone, but also in the power in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction, full assurance. You know how we lived among you for your benefit and you yourselves became imitators of us and of the Lord. When in spite of severe persecution, you welcome the message with joy from the Holy Spirit. Uh, verse seven, as a result, you became an example to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia for the word of the Lord rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place that your faith in God has gone out. Therefore, we do not need to say anything for they themselves report what kind of reception we had from you, how you turned to God from idols to serve the living God and true God and await for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath. Do you want me to keep reading chapter two or stop at chapter one? Yeah, we'll just go over chapter one. Huh? We'll just go over chapter one. Okay, so that was chapter one. It's real short that there was only 10 verses. And a little, little highlights, things that I wrote on here that really stuck out to me was starting um, where he was saying how Paul was saying how you know how we lived among you for your benefit. You yourselves became imitators of us, right? That even in spite of severe persecution, you welcome the message with joy from the Holy Spirit. And because of that, you now became example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. Okay, so this right here has really stuck out to me as I was reading this because I thought, wow, we know now because of the history, the background on the purpose and who he was writing to, Paul, the purpose, one of the purpose of the book, what this book is about was talking about persecution. Was, he was, Paul was encouraging the church that in spite of uh, a, a great uh, opposition or great uh, persecution to press on, right? And I love here in that, in that scripture, verse 6, that it says that, um, and you yourselves became imitators of us and of the Lord, when in spite of severe persecution, you still welcome the message, right? And many times, there's times where we um, go through trials, we go through these testings, and, and probably, it's almost like he's saying, you probably had a good enough excuse on, on why you wouldn't have received it because of this severe affliction or this persecution that you were going through. But instead, you chose to uh, welcome the message with joy from the Holy Spirit. And because you chose to press on in the midst of persecution, now as a result of your obedience, as a result of your uh, uh, faithfulness and your endurance despite this persecution as a result now you are being an encouragement to all believers in Macedonia and Achaia and not only just that but it says and and for the word of the Lord rang out from you not only in those places but in every place that your faith in God has gone out man and so I was sharing with my husband I really like this because 
I believe now and the times to come because of what the scriptures speak about, you know, um, uh, to press on despite the trials, despite the testing, despite the persecution, to press on. And I believe that truly is a word from the Lord today, especially in the times that we live in. Like, you know, we talk about so much and there's times where I talk about how now is not the time to back out. Now is not the time to play games. Now is not the time to pull away. And and yes, although we may say, but man, I got this going on and I'm facing this right now, this testing and I'm going through this trial with my kids and, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm in the midst right now of this storm in my marriage. And, and man, I just received report and news of this going on in, in my family or and I tune on the news and I'm seeing all this craziness all around me. Right. But I love how Paul and I believe that that truly is for us today to press on in the midst of persecution and receiving not just the message, but receiving the message with joy. How can you have joy in the midst of persecution? Right. And I. You know, it's like I, my husband's writing, so I'm going to keep just speaking. But it's like it reminds me of James where it says, count it all joy when going through various trials. They were, they were able to receive the message of, with joy from the Holy Spirit, right? They were able to receive the message of joy despite the persecution that they were facing. And it was just like, wow, it really just um, uh, uh, encouraged me to continue to press on even in the midst of persecution. Amen. Because through that, as a result of that, man, you are being an encouragement to all believers around these areas. And I love how it had said that as well, not just in this place, but in every place that your faith in God has gone out. And so I just, I wanted just to add from chapter one, that's just my, my revelation that God gave me was your obedience, your endurance, your perseverance, your persistency, your consistency, despite this and despite that, but able to stand firm and able to stand in Christ and able to receive the message of joy, able to continue. You know, you know what I mean? Like, man, the encouragement in that and how we see the result of it later being effective. Amen. 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 And so basically what God was showing me through this chapter, and there's so much goodness in this chapter alone. Uh, we encourage you to go read it yourself. But for me, it was before what got uh, to the part what Leslie's talking about, being the encourager and, 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 and uh, being able to go out and do the things that, that we're called to do, even in the midst of, 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 uh, of affliction. Yes, yes. And uh, so, look, what God spoke to me was so awesome. And what stood out to me the most was how in verse four, all the way through seven, verse four, all the way through seven. And it says, for we know brothers loved by God, uh, loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel came to you not only in word, but also in power, in the Holy Spirit, and with full conviction, Amen. you know what kind of man we are. Uh, yes. what, what, what kind of man we've proved to be among you for your sake. And you become imitators of us, of the Lord, uh, and of the Lord, for you have received the word 
in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit in verse 7 so that you become the example to all believers of Macedonia and to Achaia. Okay, so this is the word that God gave me is this. Uh, there's a lot of people that say there's not really a standard. There's not pe there's not really a standard people live up to anymore. The the the, the Christian the Christianity uh, there's no there's no boundary nowadays, man. Everybody just lives however they want to live. There's not a there's not a standard that we have to live to. And people, when you bring up a standard in in our walk with Christ, people immediately put you in a category of religious. Oh, that's religious thinking. Oh, that's that's not right. Or oh, oh man, uh, they're just religious people, man. Don't even listen to them. This and that, whatever. You know, God just judges me off my heart. That's it. No, today God spoke and and in his word he's saying this. There's a standard that you need to live up to because it's not it, it it's not so much for you but it's for the people, it's for their sake, it's for his sake, it's for her sake, it's for that child's sake, it's for that, that it's for your dad's sake, it's for your husband's sake, it's for your uh, your wife's sake, it's for the people down the street's sake, it's for the ones that are working uh, with you's sake, it's for everybody that is around, it's for their sake. And so look, I love how it says this in verse, uh, verse five, because our gospel came to you not only in word, so... When we're preaching the gospel, man, we're not just up here uh, uh, saying a whole bunch of good stuff or or we're not here just to to quote scriptures or we're not here on Facebook Live talking about how good God's word is. And man, we poked at, we popped out uh, good, good little things here and there and and uh, hoping that it goes out and does no, but it goes more than just me being able to preach a sermon. It goes more than me being able to write a song and, and being uh, able to go out there and sing it and do whatever I do, right? It's more than that. So they heard the gospel, mm -hmm. not just through word, but also yes. in the power and in the Holy Spirit yes. and with full conviction. I wrote these down in power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is manifestation of the Spirit approving the presence uh, and full of conviction is this transparent sincerity and integrity bringing certain uh, uh, bringing certainty to the hearers minds. So it's it, it's it's like that conviction man it's like it lets them know man this is right this is real like man what they're talking about man is really hitting me like it's really letting me know that man what it it, it it's like I, I remember going to places and being like man it was just something about what they were saying i've heard that so many times that people would say like it's yeah. just the way that they were saying it that it just hit me different yeah. and i don't know if you've ever been there man but i i remember i said that and i we've even had people even message us or tell us that like, man, it's just something about when you speak, that when you speak, it's like it hits my heart. And that's what it is, is that we, we, we would preach in the power of the Holy Spirit and with uh, full conviction uh, that this, it says, you know what kind of man we've proved to be among you for your sake. Wow. We have to live a life. We have to understand that there is a standard that we have to live up to 
man, like I said, for their sake. Right. Man, when's right. the last time you really thought about him? Right. When's the last time you really thought about her? When's the, when you're around people, do you really think about, man, when, if I do this, this, may, this may cause them to stumble. Right. Man, if I, if I get around them and I'm watching this, it may cause him to stumble. Man, if I get around her, and I it, drink this. Yeah, it's, this may cause them to stumble, man. Right. I, we got to be careful with what we do because we're living as examples of what we preach. Right. Of what we preach, man. So it's not a religious thing. It's not a, a, a what they call what they put into that category of religious. Religious kills. Yeah. Religion kills. No, this is to help us learn how to become overcomers. That we gotta. That we gotta stand up and do what we're called to do. That we need to really allow God to work on our hearts, so that we were able to carry out this thing, yes. and, and and be real about it, and not be fake. Because man, he said we proved ourselves to you yes yes what is that it to prove yourself to somebody guess what has to come along with some tests right people have to have been able to see you go through some tests because you can't it's like it's like trying to test drive a car Man, they're talking about this car is real good. They talking about this car, man, can make sharp turns. They talk about this car that whenever it hails, that this that the dents don't that it doesn't get dented up. Man, if people started telling me, man, that this car even drives by itself, that that uh, that if there's a flat in the tire, that it'll it'll air up by itself. Like they're talking about a lot of good things, even in the midst of destruction. They're talking about that that this should out that that this probably should withstand those those things. So they need to prove that to me. I want to see them prove that to me before I before I believe it. Right. Before before I really believe it and I really could trust in what I'm about to invest in. Right. That's what we want to do is we want to see it proved to us because we're we're humans. We're like, hey, I believe it when I see it. And that's the way the world is. And it's like that's what we do. Is that, man, they had to see, man, they, they're going through stuff. But, man, I, I've seen them even in the tests and even in the trials that they, that, that they were in, how they never gave up on God. How they never stopped fighting the good fight of faith. And how they, uh, they kept walking and they kept standing up. Yes. Even when they failed, they would stand back up. Even when, when all hell would break loose, they would stand back up. Or, man, they would put their faith in God. Or whenever uh, 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 the enemy was coming in like a flood, man. What were they doing? They were worshiping God and they were saying, God, I trust you. And all these different things, they proven themselves. So he's saying right here, man, we've proven ourselves to you. Yes. I've proven myself to you. Paul's saying, we've proven ourselves to you. And so that's a pretty big statement, right? right. And he's saying this for your sake. Amen. Man, everything that I was going through, not only was I saying like, God, I trust you. Like my heart was on like connected to God. But I was also thinking about Who's watching me? Who's watching me in my life right now? Man, there's a lot of people that are that where their eyes are looking at me because I'm leading them or man, because 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 they hear that I'm a Christian or because, man, they hear that I'm a leader or because they hear that I'm a singer. They hear that I'm this. They hear that I'm that. And they're like, I wonder what he's going to do. I've been there. I know we all got somebody like that in our lives. Man, I remember, shoot, the first time you mess up. And you, 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 all, you hear people say this, man, you're supposed to be Christian. Why are you over there doing that? And, and it's always the ones that you feel like 
and they really never pay attention to me. You know, we never really talk. But the moment you do something bad in front of them, it's like they know exactly who the, who you are. They know exactly what you were supposed to represent. Right. And I remember this guy telling me, man, that's why I don't like Christians, because they lie a lot. They're, they're a bunch of hypocrites, this and that. They, he, they observe because we talk about this is the truth. This is the way. Uh, this is the life. And it's Jesus Christ. And, and many saved my life and this and that. And we talk a big game, but yet our lives don't match up to our words. But Paul's saying right here, I not only spoke words to you, but I've proven it in my life, in my walk, in my integrity, yes. in my obedience to Christ. And in, in the, the, I, I prove to you that I have fear of the Lord in my life. I prove to you that I really love Jesus. I prove to you that, man, I really trust God. I prove to you that I really love people. I prove to you that, that I'm really, I, that I serve people and that I don't seek for hands. He even goes on into the next chapter where he's talking about, I don't, we don't even seek handouts. But, man, we work for everything that we got. Like, he proved himself time and time again. And he's saying that to them. He's like, man. I proven to you. And then it goes on to say in verse six, and you have become imitators of us and of the Lord. Mm-hmm. For yes. you received the word in much affliction. Yes. So yes, yes. ain't nobody about to walk with you in a storm that they're not confident that they're going to come out the other end. Right. Like they had to have seen. The power of God moving in his life. They had to have seen those things. It had to have become evident to them to where, man, they really believed it now. Like they they had a place, man, where they believe it. And so that's the awesome thing about us really living with integrity, living the life of a Christian for real, for real. And being we're basically billboards on display for Christ. And when we do those things and we're like that, man, yes, God's able to get the glory. And not only that, but it opens up. Uh, it allows somebody else to be like, man, even in the face of affliction, even in 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 in, in a storm, I'm I'm right. gonna stand for this, man. Amen. I've seen yes. I've seen the power for, of God yes. with my own eyes. Yes. I've seen it, man, and and that's what's so awesome is that you would be a a willing vessel to be used by the power of God in your life. That's what it is: is that you would be a willing vessel, right, to be used by the power of God. Yes. Uh, selflessly, mm-hmm. not selfishly, not God. I want your power, God, so that way you could take me to this place, so you could take me to that place, right. and I could travel here and I could travel there. No, but God, I'm willing to serve you, and I want I want to move in your power, God. Not, uh, but but so that way people would see you, Jesus, right. Father, to serve people and to to live as as an example, Father, with people on my mind, Father. With you on my my heart, God, and with people on my mind, that I would be careful with the way that I walk. Yes, yes. Amen. And it opened up these people to really see, like, man, it influenced them big time. Yes, made To where, impact. man, they they went off and, and they now started. Yes. And, and what it was, basically, is that they basically discipled these people. Right, right. They, that's the whole, that's, the, that's how we disciple. It's yes. not just, all right, make sure you show up to Bible study. On Tuesdays, make sure you show up to Bible study on Thursdays. Make sure you show up on the Zoom Bible study. No, but it's that they really live the life, and they they continue to uh, uh, push them and make sure that Amen. Stay, keep going, keep pushing, keep fighting, and uh, 
man, that's what allowed them to uh, even now take that role uh, because it says that they became imitators of Paul and them. And now they were Im- uh and it was just like a domino effect that came onto the Macedonia and the um, Achaia. Mm-hmm. But that's something that God spoke to me was, it's much more than your words. It's much more than your words, man. It's your actions. Right. It's what you choose to do. It, 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 you can't just put this Christian thing down right. whenever you feel like it. My wife calls it occasional Christians. And... She was like, there ain't no such thing as an occasional Christian. Right. right. You either all into this thing or you ain't. Right, right. Like, make up your mind. Don't be double-minded. You get in this thing and you stay in this thing. Yes. And it's just like, you know, um, like what Nina was talking about. As we read this, I know that many of us can say, because I remember at one point I even said, you know, I'm not called to be pleasers of men. You know, um, meaning... I, you're you're saying I have to do this to to be this for this person when God hasn't called me to live my life to be pleasers of men, right? But when you look at it at it at, at that kind of view, the enemy can use that to really um, keep you from that. But when you truly spend your time with God, and that's why your your relationship with God, man, it really matters because we can't do those things on our own. I can't be an example to my brother on my own or to my children on my own. I can't do that. I would mislead them. But it's me truly surrendering my life. You know, as we're reading, if you have read stories of Paul, you get an example, you get this view and this image of who Paul is. And so as I read this, it it was bringing back a lot of other scriptures of my favorite scriptures that I love of Paul in Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians, where it talks about how Paul, he's speaking and he's saying how he he, um, trains and disciplines his body like an athlete. In chapter 9, he says, "I, I, I train my body like an athlete and I train it to do what it's supposed to do, right? And I love that scripture because he's saying, I train my mind to think that what not what it wants to think or it feels like thinking, but I train my mind to think what it's supposed to think, right? I train my, my eyes. It's in the refrigerator. I train my eyes to not walk by sight, but choose to walk by faith. I train my ears and, and not entertain these things and allowing the enemy to come and deceive. I train my body at, when, when, at times where I don't feel like praying. I train my body to begin to pray. I train my body. It, it, there's times where I don't want to read my word, but I got to train my body. Disciplining, right? And so knowing that scripture, you know, in Corinthians, that passage in, in, in Corinthians of Paul, and it's like here he is being now this example to the church as a, you know, and because of his discipline, because of his self-control, because of his, um, you know, his obedience, man, look at the impact. And like my husband said, this domino effect now. And how, it's okay, she can come over here, baby. And how, because of that, you know, and so when you see it like that, it's like, okay, God, I can't do those things on my own. I can't discipline and walk in self-control because that's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And it says in the Word that um, the Holy Spirit only produces the fruits of the Spirit, which is self-control, gentleness, 
kindness, right? Those things I can't do on my own. And so it's not up to you in that area to do those things, to, to be that, that impactful, right? Because we all want to make an impact. We all want to encourage, you know, right? But those things we can't do on our own. We have to truly walk in discipline and discipline ourselves that even in times where we don't feel like it, in times where we are tired because of the day was just so overwhelming. But God, I'm choosing, Father, to continue to seek after you. I'm choosing to apply the scriptures where it says, um, above all else, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you and and it's and and so as i was reading this that verse kind of tied in for me because it was like wow who paul truly was it's not just it's not just hey do this in front of people and and you got to do this and be this for people but it all comes down to your relationship with christ your alone time with God and allowing God to continue to set you free, to break those chains of anger, to break those chains in times where you want to respond back in the flesh. But God, I need you to do a work. I need you to break those chains, Father, because I can't be an example to my to, to those around me, to my children. I can't be that example, Father. But instead, Father, that you would do a work within me, Father, that you would continue to break those chains, that you would continue to shape me and mold me, Father, that you would continue to uproot those things in my heart because we can easily like the world world says fake it till we make it right but in Christ it there's true freedom in Christ there is true healing in Christ there's true wholeness in Christ right and so when we allow God as believers as as sisters and brothers and 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 daughters and sons of God when we allow God first and putting God first and allowing God to shape us, allowing God to mold us, trusting in God to do the very good work, right, that he has started, he's faithful to finish. To allow God, man, now look. And Paul, now practicing his discipline. Now we see in, the, in, in, in this book, this, just this chapter one, how now he's encouraging. And because of his encouragement, because of how he lived, because of his discipline, and because of his obedience, and because of even his sacrifices, now we're seeing this effect of now how he, the, the, now the church is being imitators of him and of God. And because now of their obedience, and, and because of Paul's obedience, you know, it's just like, wow, now we're seeing the effect grow even more. Yeah. You know, it's just like, wow, that's so amazing. And it encourages me and it, you know, should encourage us all that how can we get to this place? You know, yes, we're not in the next chapter. It talks about we're not pleasers of, of man, but, you know, to God be all the glory. And, and so don't allow the enemy to make you see it like that. Because yes, we couldn't, we can't please everybody. That's for sure. But that's not what we. That's not why we do what we do. When you truly surrender your life in God, and when you truly spend your time in Christ, man, God begins to do the change in you. That it's like I can't help myself but to react this way because of my time with Christ. I can't help myself but to respond in love, not because I want to fake it till I make it, or not because I'm trying to be pleasers of the man, but because this is just my fruits that the Holy Spirit is now bearing in me because of my time with God. Like, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Does that make sense? You know? And so <coughs> it, it's just, it's like I said, it, to me, 
I know we probably are getting all different kind of revelations here, but I just, when you really just understand and you, you read of all the other chapters, you know, books that Paul has written and where he came from and how it all started and, and just how God used him and now we're here and it's just like, wow, you know, and, and I believe truly just like, you know, the whole purpose of this book, going back to the purpose of Thessalonians, First Thessalonians was the return of Christ. And, and to press on in the midst of persecution and and how to stay encouraged in the in, in, in that time. You know, the we, we know, we see, we can sense, we we see, we can feel, we we read that God truly is on his way. And and right now it, that's something that God's been speaking to me personally is now's not the time to play games. Now is not the time to mess around. Now is not the time but instead to push forward in your relationship with God. Like that right now, that is all that matters is you and God, where you truly stand with God right now. Because everything else will fall in effect. Everything else will play its part. But it, this is the main thing right here because I can't try to do this and, and, and try to encourage this and, and try to impact here if my relationship with God first is not right. You know, like it all will... I don't know the right word to say that, but everything will begin to, you will begin to respond. You will begin to impact. You will begin to encourage. You will begin to affect. You will begin to speak. You will begin to, but it all starts here first, if, if that makes sense. Does that make sense, babe? You know, and, and I don't even know. That's something I didn't even share with my no, husband. I'm glad you said that just because this is going to, I have to, uh, what's it called? How do I say this? I have to correct what I said earlier. As I was reading while you were talking, I have to correct something that I said earlier. What did you say? Um, over verse 5. Let's go back and read it again. How do we be real? How do we be, you know what I'm saying, really doing it right? You know what I'm talking about? Like, And so this this is really what it means, okay? Because our God, our our gospel came to you not only in the in word. Right but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. Right. You know what kind of man we've proved ourselves to be among you for your sake. Right. So what it's talking about is, man, we, I'm, I'm preaching the word. I'm preaching it with power. It's full, I'm full of the Holy Spirit, but I'm also preaching with conviction, mm-hmm. which means I'm, I know where my heart is at. Which means it's like I'm not living two lives here. Right. right I'm not right. living two lives here. I'm yes. I'm when as I'm preaching this thing, I'm a man. I'm able to really give it my all because I know, man, where I'm at with Christ. I know that I'm a man right. of integrity. I know that, man, I really love the Lord. I know that, man, this ain't just a game. This ain't a game yes, to me. Yes. Like, man, this, I'm really about this thing. It, 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 we got to just not preach just with the Holy Spirit, not just right. preach with with power. No, but also preach with that conviction, knowing Amen. that, man, man, this thing is really man. It's even if it's for me, like God, uh, you know, I want to be right with you, Father. Right. Like, right. I want to be right with you. And uh, I just love that how it says that, like, man, that's how you know what kind of man I've proved myself to be. Man, right. I'm 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 good all the way around. I ain't perfect. Right, but right. man, I strive to yes. be the best for Christ because my love for him and my love for people. Yes, and I yes. know that I'm not representing 
myself no more. It ain't about me right, no more. It's right. about Christ yes. and it's about winning souls. Yes. It's about Christ and it's about leading them to Jesus. It's not about me. It ain't about the things that I can do for them. No, but it's all about Jesus Christ. And guess what? I am. A, the Bible says that we are everything that we say and everything that we do, that we are representatives of Christ Jesus. Right. So I got to think about I got to if I got a second, uh, if I got to take a back step, qu- uh, quick step back and really think about my next action, right. then I need to do so. I need yes. to sit. I need to step back and pray. Lord Jesus, is this what you really want for me? God, Lord, is this the direction you need me to go? Then I'm going to do so because I want to make sure that I'm, I'm moving in the, in the things that God wants me to do. And and uh, I'm not going to do anything outside of my flesh. Yes. I want to yes. keep walking by the spirit. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. And so that's we just wanted to go over chapter one tonight um, and hopefully maybe tomorrow or later today <laughs> we'll be able to go over chapter two. But I really like, you know, just this number. This was just chapter one. And it's like, dang, we, yeah, got, all we this got all this stuff. revelation, you know, in, in that. And, you know, and it just and like I said, I know it speaks to us in different uh, revelations. God shows us, like I said, and it that's that's awesome i'm glad we don't see things all the same like as far as revelations because now we get to pour into each other and it just expands each other right yes yes and so you know and and that's just in in my area and as as i was reading and just kind of some of the other um books that i've read it's just like wow god okay I yes, I I say yes to you father you know there's a song i love this song and i'm not sure who it's by but I love when he says, you know, he's saying, man, this is going on and this is whatever. I don't know the words, but he looks up to the sky and he says, God, why don't you do something? You know, and there's times where I've prayed that like, man, God, look, at what's happening in my own town. There's been an, a rise in, in, in suicidal, you know, in the young things like, God, where are you at, God? You know, and as I'm just praying and like that song says, he says, God is responding, saying, I did. I created you. And it's like when you, I'm, I just always think of that because I'm like, wow, the purpose, like you have purpose. You're not just here, like my son Michael says, just to be here. But the purpose that God has called you, the, the mission that God has appointed you to, the mission, my husband, the calling on my husband's life, on our life, which is what? To preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, the message of truth, the message, and not just in word, not just be preachers of the word, but to let our lives preach for itself. You know, like how awesome that is that I don't have to say a word, but through my life alone, I'm testifying. Through my Mm -hmm. life alone, we are testifying of the goodness and the restoration power of Jesus Christ. See, but without without the Holy Spirit, you couldn't do it at all. Exactly. Because the Holy Spirit is what brings the conviction into your heart to make you say like, oh, dang, man, I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, dang, man, this is going against Christ. Oh, dang, man. Yes. Like it, it, it's we need the Holy Spirit to do this thing. You can't yes. do it on your own. Don't right. do it in your own wisdom and knowledge. No. Instead, man, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you right. into this Surrender. thing. Right. Amen. Yes. Yes. And don't be too quick to try to jump into uh, all this leadership roles so quick. Man, pray. Holy Spirit, teach me. Yes. Teach yes, me. Yes. Yes. Do oh. you want to say more things? No, I, I no. Oh, okay. No, uh, so this is 
day one. Oh, wait, no. This is really day two because we studied the other day. morning one. Yeah. No. It's early morning. But so, like, we're going to start doing these things, um, these studies together. You know, uh, we want to encourage marriages to study with each other. Um, we're very big on that because we've learned that uh, that was that was our way to be able to basically like bust past the plateau thing that we found ourselves in. And it's like, man, we sharpen each other. We build each other. As we were studying, we were looking at each other and we were like, man, uh, I was letting her give me her insight of what God was showing her. And we were just speaking to each other, like, man, really building each other yes, up, right? Yes. And then I was able to speak to her and let her know, like, man, this is what God showed me. Like, dang, this is good. Like, we're able to, you know, uh, like I said, sharpen one another in, in the things that God was speaking to us. And and uh, it's just beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing whenever you can do that with your spouse. Because I'm, let's just be honest, there's not a lot of marriages that, that are able to do that. Uh, because we of, to. yeah, we were, we, at one time we were like that mm-hmm. at one time, man, we used to, we would start and then right in the middle of it, the we start just... fighting. We start getting yeah. mad at each other. We start, uh, man, all kinds of stuff, but man, uh, the moment that we learn how to humble ourselves and realize, okay, I want to grow in the things of God. She wants to grow in the things of God. God speaks to me when I read. God speaks to her when she reads. Man, let's allow God to speak to both of us. Right. And the way that he does that is that he speaks to both of us through each other. Right. And man, it's a beautiful thing how how God does. You got to remember, you're one. And you're, you're two different people, but you're one in the spirit. And... Uh, that's the way we got to seek God as one. We got to seek God as one. We got to humble ourselves and, and just be ready, man. Get ready. Get, get, get ready to, to receive from God when you study with your spouse. Get ready to receive from God when you study with your spouse and uh, have that, that spirit of expectancy when yes. you study with your spouse. Yes. It's like when you're going to church, man, when you ain't expecting to receive from God, guess what? You ain't going to receive nothing from him. Right, right. But when you get together and you're like, man, I'm expecting to receive from God. Yes. Like, that's the way we came to this table. And we were like, yo, we about to receive Let me tell y'all. Look, we got new spirals. Let me show y'all mine because I really love mine. And, you you know, you kind of just make it exciting. Yeah, and I got this big old huge one. (laughs) This is just so cute, right? This was actually uh, donated. um, Leslie's handwriting, handwriting is way better than mine. Mine's all... And we, we and so we got new uh, uh, spirals. We got some colored gel pens. You know, to me, this is so exciting. And then, of course, I love highlighters. And um, we made our coffee, and it was like, okay, this is our time. We're going to study, you know, and, and go all out in your study. Do it the way, you know, to me, I love when I, the way I learn, and this is applied in every area you know, and schooling and everything. If I'm trying to really learn something, for me, I can't just read it and that's it. Like, to me, I, I love flashcards. I love writing things down. I like to color coordinate 
different things. If I'm trying to really highlight an area, then I'm going to make sure that's the brightest thing in there, you know. And and so make it fun. Like Christianity is not boring. Yeah. And and I know the world tries to portray it as this boring thing. And, and the enemy tries to use it like, man, that's why you need to come up in here because it's a party over here. But man, no, make it exciting. You know, um, it, the whatever it is, however it is that you, you know, you know you. You know one way that I do it? Maybe you're like me. Leslie, she's just like, I got a highlight and I got to write. And she got it in her mind like that. She good. She'll remember it forever. She just got a mind that's like a, just like no. a sponge. Okay. <laughs> no. But me... I'm the kind of person that whenever I want to learn about what we're reading about, I have to read a little bit and then I have to stop and let's talk about it. Yes, yes, yes. Don't don't just read through the scriptures together. No, stop and talk about it. Stop and talk about it. Say, just stop and be like, man, what is God speaking to you right here? Right, right. Man, you want to know what God's speaking to me about right here? And y'all share with each other. Stop. Don't be in a hurry, man. Well, I'm telling you, you, uh, Leslie was like, hey, let's read the history of this. I was like, well, the normal me would have been like, man, heck no, nah, I don't want to read the history. Like, let's read the Bible verse. Let's like, let's get it over with whatever. But today I was like, no, you know what? Yeah, let's do that. Because I was like, yo, let's let's just do it. You know, and so uh, we started reading the history about it and stuff like that. And. It was actually it, it allowed us to be able to really understand yes. the uh, the what the context right, right. of what we we're about to get into and which yes. made it, it it made a lot more sense for while we started reading it. We're like, OK, we understand we understand it now because it was written in this time and at this time and everything was going on at this time at and, and who he was speaking to and who was even speaking and right. all this and that. So. Uh, man, it's personal and fun, you know, like, and also one thing that I love to do, I know that I like it. There's some words because I don't know every word in the dictionary, nor do I know how to pronounce some of these words in the Bible. And, and so I like to look up what it means. I like to write down synonyms to break it down to where I can understand it. Right. And now I can understand what this passage is saying. And so, you know, just Go to the extent, you know, go yeah. past the extent, actually, and and break it down to where you understand it. Because how can you apply something you don't understand? Yo, you know? My boy, my brother Shannon uh, said that this past weekend. He, he That's something that he was talking about was about understanding Jesus. Um, at whenever he whenever he did things in parables, he always said uh, like a. Like, let's say for some, for instance, like a pencil or like a pen. He and they didn't have pencils or pen back in the day, but it's something that we could relate to. We know how it works or man, or like a storm or like this or like that. And it wasn't that it was it was exactly like that, but it was like something that we understood. So we were able to be like, wow, I understand now what he's talking yes. about. Yes. And, and so basically Jesus talked about the the things in uh kingdom things but in parables in in so simple for us so we would understand what it's talking about here yes. on earth yes and man yes. that's the way that 
That's just yeah. the way that it is, man. And, oh, I forgot. Yes, yeah. And so, you know what? And that was just something I just wanted to share because I know for the world, truly, they go all out, man, on things. And, you know, and, and don't be so limited. Don't be so in this box because that's how the world has painted it, you know, Christianity. But no, you know, and, and, and dive in your word. Grow. Don't be intimidated or of growth you know go out of your comfort zone and 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 get you a, a study bible that you're able to understand and, and buy you the most neon colors of highlighters to highlight you know make it personal to you this is yours this is the word of god the truth that sets us free right the when you understand the word of god i remember i did a study of what is the word of god because obviously it's so important the word says i gotta meditate on, on it day and night like, what is this word? And when you yes. read the scriptures, man, the word is so much things, right? It talks about how the word of God is alive and active. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. The word is the truth that sets us free. The word is, is uh, the, the, the sword of the spirit, right? Part of the armor of God, which is the word of God. The, the word is like a hammer where it breaks a rock into pieces. The word is the light that guides my feet, my pathway, like, like, wow, that's the word of God. You know, like when you understand like what the word of God is, then you understand the purpose and the, the importance of study and meditate on the word day and night. Meditate on the word day and night because it is a light, because it is the source of hope, because it's the truth, because it is a part of the armor of God, the sword of the spirit. You know, like, I don't know. It, it's just it, it's just something that changed my viewing. And now I'm like, aha moment. You know, where I'm like, that's why, that's why I got to study this thing. That's and right. even though I don't want to, even though I'm tired and, you know, whatever. I'm wide awake but, now. Thanks. You know, I'm tired. But when I was in the world, <laughs> man, they, there was nights where there was no tiredness because we would, we would go all out. Why are we limited in the things of God? Why don't we go all out? You know, like now that we're Christians, we just apply it here at home and we make it fun with our kids. We make, wow. you know, all these things. Hey, and, you know what, babe? Yes. To add to what you just now said is when we are in pursuit to find life in the world, there's no limit. We do whatever Facebook status, status right now. Nah. <laughs> when we're in pursuit to find life in the world, we'll try anything. Right. We'll do anything. Yes. We'll put ourselves in crazy positions regardless of the circumstance yeah. or regardless of the consequence but when it comes to actually yes. knowing that there's life right. yes. in the word, yes. why do yes. you limit yourself right. from right. finding life, from achieving life, from accessing life, from accessing authority, from accessing healing, from accessing <laughs> the promises of God? Yeah. Man, I, I, man, I'm going through hell. I'm, I'm, I'm this. Man, I, you know, I... I I really don't feel like getting in the word, man. Hey, where's that? Hey, give me a give me a drink, man. Hey, right, give me right, give right. me give me just a little bit, man. Give me a little hit. Hey, man, let's just go out. Let's just go out, man. I've been going through a lot. I just need to relieve some stress. I just need this. I need man. I'm I'm facing this and this and yes, man. I'm yes, facing yes. uh prison time and I'm facing divorce, man. I'm facing this, man. Well, when yes. everything that we're in need of is all in here, yes. the promises. There's promises in this. Yes, There's yes. promises in this. Yes. And so don't limit 
the life that you can really be having that where you can not just be living, but you'll be thriving like the way that Pastor uh, uh, Samuel Rodriguez, he he did a sermon like that. He said, uh, we are not supposed to just be living, but we're supposed to be thriving. The Bible says that Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. Yes. Life and not just life, but life more abundantly. And we find it in here. Amen. So, man, you want a better marriage? Get that life, that marriage more abundantly in Jesus Christ. When you study together, you read together, you pray together, you seek together, you never yes. stop. Yes. And, and you pour into each other. You, you, you uh, uh, speak life over each other. You, you, you name each other by yes. the, the names that, that God has given us. Yes. Because yes. guess what? Sometimes I'm discouraged. Sometimes I'm down. Yes. 